Hello, welcome back to episode 37 of the Fully Living Podcast. I'm your host. Uh, oh, the most. Uh, the most, yeah. Um, I, I had introductions that I said before. Uh, oh, we had uh, technical difficulties last week. And again, this today. time, and again today, yeah, and I blame both of them on Kobe again. Um, so oh my God. Actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And what, oh, and somebody asked if they wanted to donate or how could they donate. So I'll probably make a GoFundMe page for that. And if you want to pay me too, why not? Cool. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm joking. Maybe not. Um, but yeah, we're back. This is episode 37. Um, let me introduce you guys. Um, we have a brother, Kobe. Are we listening to the podcast? Cough, cough. Garbage. Um, we have Cody. Shout out to my boys, joke. I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> uh, the, the, do I have to, Cody? Uh, why uh, not? Okay, he forced me. The D's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> we, don't, we have to so say funny. it. It's Cody and Kobe. Yeah. The D makes the difference. Wow. CK. Pause. CK. Uh, and we have a Somali. <clears throat> As always. He's here. Sometimes. And late. Uh, wow, well, I'm mad. Um, we have Brother Cube. From uh, a long hiatus, people hate him, but he is here, resilient, standing strong. I made it back. It was tough. It was a long road, but I'm still sticking to my views. Man, I still crash. Well, but right. hopefully, 2020 will hold something different for us, right? And G6 is here in spirit and <laughs> in the building. <laughs> here in spirit, yo, and we got M- MVP of the Ooh. podcast, man. Drum roll. Wagwam and Brother Rex. Yo. Translation, please. Nah, what up? What's going on, my Brother Rex? I'm here, man. Um, Eunice. We just had, oh, Brother Eunice. Not Jonas. Not yo. Nice. Ah. Not uh. Nate. Nat. Nat. We here. We so, got it. Uh, yeah, we're, we're back for a second time because we had to re-record this. Um, We had to record this because of my fault and Kobe also, but also wow. my fault. And I'm dumb, um, but yeah, we had a scenario. I don't know if we're gonna say it again. Are we saying it again, or is there, are we stretching it? No, just go I, we can't react to it twice. <laughs> okay, you know what? You know what? Be the third for the viewers, I'm for sharing. the viewers. No, no, not even for the viewers. I'm just gonna share my journey that I'm gonna. <laughs> wow, wow, this is so personal. To take. And yeah, if anybody wants to join me in my journey, um, I'm cutting out refined sugar in 2019. Wait, wait, wait. Some people might not know what refined, refined sugar, sugar is. is. Um, we have Google for that. So basically, just candy. Yeah, white stuff. Yeah, all all the all the nonsense um, that you eat. I'm I'm saying no to that. So, oh, okay. Um, Topics similar foods. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> 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 Wasn't ready for that one. What are, okay, so it says candy, um, like just plain sugar, um, powdered sugar, um, donuts. I'm so sad. Um, when did you come to this conclusion? Like, what what pushed this? To be honest, I was watching a bunch of videos and. Um, basically, there was <laughs> there was no Miller crisis, but there was there was some. It was actually like a pretty enlightening thing. Basically, people were changing their diets and stuff, and they were they were like reversing their type two diabetes. Their bodies were just working better. They did like some studies on rat on mice and stuff, and the like mice in terms of their, their, their muscle mass and stuff they started leaning out and stuff so I'm like hey uh, I'm just gonna see what it does so was it off impulse or you were thinking about it for a long time 
uh, kind of off impulse. I'm doing it for six months, and you know what? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's give what I wanted to get us, down give to. Give I just wanted to know. I'm going to give you guys a week by week update. <laughs> if you guys want to join my journey, um, follow my Rex does no sugar <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> 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 that doesn't exist. But, yeah. <laughs> I was dying. Remember, uh, Rex goes to Eddie Savava. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so cheese. I lost the account. Uh, but yeah, this is my vacation page. But. This guy has an Instagram page for everything he does. <laughs> yeah, one on the beach. I had one for my cast. Fun oh, yeah. time. <laughs> cast. Yo, that was a great one. That was a great one. You know? And I remember when it was done, I felt good for you, but I was like, man, you know, you had some content, good content man, on that. Content. People were si- coming to my crib just to sign the cast. It was crazy. I left my house. So it, was, it was like a big event. It was crazy. But yeah, shout out to the cast, man. I've never forgotten you. Go for me for the cat. But uh, yeah, we're back and we have um, a topic from a person. Shout out to you. This is the third time I said this, so shout out to you three <laughs> times, even though you only heard it once. But this is <laughs> this is the exact um, thing that they said. They said, hey guys, really like your podcast. Thanks. We really like your ears for listening. <laughs> This guy's on some other stuff. Wow. Right here, please. Uh, not sh- uh, not sure if you talked about this already, but I saw this topic on Twitter the other day and was wondering um, what you guys thought about it. Toxic behavior. What do you consider toxic behavior? The example he or she or it gave was. Um, <laughs> it's 2018, man. It's a curious cat. It could be a cat. It's a cat. Could be a dog, <laughs> right? So, um, oh. Dogs are smart. Exactly. Dolphins. Ish, sometimes. Um, and toxic. Or Okay, so she's, or he or she said or um, said that they um, said that they laugh in serious situations. So, serious moments, they laugh. Um, and the other question she asked, or he asked, or it asked, was, "Where do you think they originate from? And also, why do you think it's so hard to get rid of them?" Thanks. And then they asked another question that I asked before, but I won't say it. So, um, yeah. So, what do you guys, what do you guys think about that? What do you guys think of toxic behavior? Hey, we have Nat here for the definition. Natster. Yeah. Nat- what is Webster, toxic behavior? Natster dictionary. Um, I don't know. I would say something which is detrimental to yourself or others. Sounds like you rehearsed that. Yeah, I kind of did. First time, but it got cut because oh, of your fault. Sorry, Kobe. Um, so whatever harms yourself or others, you know, whether you're just, I don't know, you, you like blasting music at 3 a.m. That's pretty toxic. toxic behavior, yeah. you know? To be honest, um, this might be a sub, but it's an East African trait. I mean, uh, no, not even, uh, just an African trait. And um, coming late to events. <laughs> Me and I were here for one hour. Um, <laughs> you guys, do you guys think that is it is or is not a toxic behavior? Hundred percent, hundred percent. And uh, I mean, brother, when you have five kids running around, you're gonna be late every time, you know. So I don't think it's that. It's not that bad, you know. It happens, no, but it's it not is. that bad. It depends. What, what? Like if it's a, if it's an actual event, event, event. Like uh, you're going to you're going to so like. I have a question. We 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 late for your wedding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> nah, it happens. Bro, I was late to my bro's wedding. Like, it, it just, you know? It's like, oh, there's so much stuff to do, but if it's like a real, like, event, 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 where, like, you have to be there at a specific time, then obviously it's bad if anybody is late. But, like, if it's like, you know, you're going to somebody's house at a time and stuff, 
I don't think it's to be honest. It's the worst. And it depends who does it as well. It depends I who feel does like it. I'm the only punctual person. Get yo, yo, get, 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 get out of here. Me and Nat. There we go. And no, but the thing Cody. is, it's and one Cody. thing Cody. if it happens, like here and there, you know, you come late. That's normal. That happens. But if somebody's constantly late, and you know, if I call this person and tell them to come at five o'clock, they're gonna be there at six o'clock. You know, for a fact, mm-hmm. then that person has that's that's a toxic behavior. You know, that's something that a person does constantly, regularly. Something that they're known for, right? If so if you're late once or twice or the certain incident, whatever, that's normal. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. That like exactly what he said. You know. Are they late for work though? When they get paid, are they are they late? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, then it's like, if they're not, then they kind of <laughs> value honest, it more. Out of all the things in my life that I'm I'm never on time for is work. But everything else, I'm on time. If I'm meeting <laughs> somebody, I'm on time. If I'm going somewhere, I'm on time. But work, I'm at least like twenty yeah, thirty minutes late. Yeah, that could be classified as toxic behavior. That, yeah, that's toxic. Yeah. Toxic to, to my coworkers. Because, like you said, detrimental behavior. If you're de- if you're showing up late to work, you could lose your job. You know. This is so true, but people understand. So they're not late, but when they late for like Rex's, I'm not like like knocking anyone. It's funny because like Rex's podcast, for example, it's like he feels like you know my time's not respected because I'm out here just dealing my thumbs for an hour. Sorry, it's not that deep. Cause Sorry, I'm no, like I'm not paging, man. I'm selling my for six I can date myself. Came that man's late because it's playing ball, but <laughs> no one else was here. Is like punctuality is kind of like like if somebody really rates you, they're gonna respect your time too, right? Time mm. is like a, an irreplaceable thing, so it's kind of like it's an inconvenience to always not being punctual, you know, regardless of the situation, you know. Just facts. Just facts. It's, it's not only punctuality, it's like we can list a hundred different, you know, toxic behaviors, right? Yeah, and we can say, oh, people do this, people do that. I have, I have 12 right here. But 12 toxic behaviors I mean, that push, push people, people away from you. From you. Oh, yeah. But. You you had a point. Oh, you want me to go through them? Okay. Um, so the first one is being envious of everyone else. Don't let envy or jealousy get the best of you. Oh. <laughs> I don't think you heard that. Hasid people. Hasid, yeah. That's very true. Ha, ha, isn't Hasid like stingy? No. Somali definition. What? That's in Arabic as well, too. I ain't never heard that before, but something that like real envy, like as a Mercedes, oh, it should have been me, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's <laughs> touching, <laughs> touching the fist thing. It's funny because even crazy. that, like you say, okay, oh, uh, you know that that's something that we can say, okay, oh, I've, no, I've seen it happen. But how many people would be like, what the hell, why him, you know? Hundred yeah, percent. Oh that, my god, that, that's toxic. That's, that's a ride. How did he get it? That, that is so that, toxic. You know? Dripping toxic. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, oh my and god. I think uh, like yeah, it helps and like you're more happy for the person. Because I can't lie, sometimes it hits you, you know, you're like, yo, that's, we're, we're the same age, we're from the same place, and he's, you know, yeah, but like, even in Islam, I think, right, like, if, if, you, if you have a feeling like that, make the offer them, so that you I'm feel, yep. you know? And it, a lot of times, you might not be able to control your first thought, but you can definitely control your second thought. Sure. Like, uh, if, you, if that facts. thought comes to your mind, you like that, you, you have to do something about that. Like, the next thing that you do should be to, you know, deal with that. Yeah, to uh to be honest that is just like super 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 tight like i think it's something that can definitely be fixed though if it if like if it if you get if you get those thoughts you can definitely fix it yeah like but i think fixing it you first you have to recognize it yeah you that's what be, i'm saying you be aware of being able to recognize it is a whole skill but then fixing a, 
a thought is temporary. You have to fix the mentality, right? No, but but it starts off. so deep. Bro. Wow. Yeah, but this so is start. Deep. But this is gonna start off by recognizing it first and working on it. No, no, no for sure. Yeah. It starts with a thought, but then the thought fixing the thought leads back to fixing. Because the some people have the thought and don't think twice. Yeah, and you I think I mean? even the thought, like you're not held accountable for the thought, but it's your action that you do after exactly. that. What do you yeah, say? Yeah. How do you react to the person after that? You know, if you're trying to avoid them, you know, things like that. Just because someone's like in a better position than you, and it happens. Life, you know, people like like someone, someone is more up than you. Someone has more money than you. Someone has more time than you. And just the way you react to them, it could put, it can make people don't want to hang around you for the rest of life. You know. And it it's easy to it's easy to pinpoint toxic behavior and be like, that's one thing, that's one thing, that's one thing. And it's easy to recognize it from from a distance, right? But how many people can recognize toxic behavior within themselves? I was just about to say that. Oh my God, that's so deep. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. That's right. <laughs> or, or what about this? Or what well, about this? Well, well, I was thinking the same thing. Sorry. Or about this? Recognizing it when someone points it out. Instead of being defensive. Being, being, no, no, no. Yeah. No. Instead of being defensive, yeah. like looking back at yourself, self-reflection, and being like, "Yo, I'm wrong." Or even let's say like you point out toxic behavior within other people, but. Alright, that's basically what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> but I'm saying like when someone points it directly to you. Mm-hmm. Like being defensive or looking back at yourself, self-refreshing, like yo, like you know, because sometimes you, un unintentionally, you'd be you think you're doing something. You, you don't you think you're doing something you wrong. Yeah, because the thing is, that you don't realize that this is something that's wrong. For example, how many times do people like okay, something they meet somebody with a person's amazing person, or they see somebody this person's so nice, and they think, yo, there's no way this person's so nice. Like there's something something's wrong here. You know, they're trying, they're trying, they, they don't trust anything. You know, and that in and of itself is toxic behavior. They will destroy something. And then realize later, oh, maybe, you know. Yeah. They're trying to take that. They're trying to pull the negativity out of the person so bad. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's but terrible. I think, like, one, one thing, too, that's I see this happen a lot, even in Me Too, is, like, apologizing when you're wrong. And even, like, getting to that stage of being, like, I can apologize when I'm wrong to somebody is, like, people can never do that sometimes. And even me, like, I'm like, yo, I know in the back of my mind, I can be honest with myself and be like, yo, that was all me, that was all my fault. And I can say maybe to one or two people, but going to that person and be like, yo, hey, like I messed up, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for this. Like, that one's a very hard one to come. That one's a very hard one. And not, I'm not, I, won't, I can't say for everybody else, but I know even personally for myself, you know? Like, sometimes I think about stuff I did and I'm just like, yo, I wish like, that moment I could just take back and really, even if I can't take it back, it will never happen, but at least tell the person, yo, I genuinely made a mistake. It had nothing to do with you. Your reaction was not wrong. It was me. You know what I mean? And that, that's, that's actually something that's, like, it's, very, it's, it's, it's difficult to do in the moment, but it's a lot easier to look back and be like, okay, I should have done that. You know? And then in that moment, that's when you say, okay, that's how you correct toxic behavior. When you say, I, you look back at something and be like, okay, the way I reacted in that situation was wrong. I should have done A, B, C, and D. And then you set it in your mind. The next person, the next time this happens, that's how I'm going to react. And then you just keep doing that over and over. And that's how you correct behavior. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of people talk about it, but don't execute, you know? Like, they'd be like, yo, like, like there's one guy who was telling me, yo, like, him and his parents have these conversations about school and how, you know, he doesn't like it, and he's always like, yo, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell him. But every time it comes to it, he just doesn't do it, you know? And it's like, I'm like, yo, man, like, it, it, it's hard to, it's so easy to say, yeah, I wish I could do this when I was in grade 8. I wish I didn't kind of like slap somebody who I shouldn't have slapped, you know? But I'm like, yo, I wish I could go back and not slap them, but <laughs> you can't, you know? You just... And if I see them today, I don't even think I'll apologize. But I want to believe I will. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. <laughs> to be honest, oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, I kind of have that same thing. I'm more not apologizing, but when someone tries to tell me I'm wrong, I'm like super defensive. 
try I try to like fight whatever tooth and nail to 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 make sure I'm right, even though I'm wrong. And then later on, I'll kind of realize, oh <laughs> damn, yo, I'm wrong. Uh, but I can apologize if I if I come to that conclusion. But in the moment, I might not. So. I guess that's one kind of toxic behavior that uh, hey, I got to fix. Yeah, and that's the thing. Even when you even when you talk about correcting toxic behavior, like it might be difficult for you to correct a, a toxic behavior that you have within yourself, but it might be easier to correct somebody else's toxic behavior. So, for example, a lot of times our parents have some really toxic <laughs> behaviors that they do, but we keep quiet about it because we want to be obedient. You know, if you want, and this happens a lot, right? Our parents will do or say something that's racist or something that's just generally wrong. And we'll say, you know what? I don't want to be argumentative. You know, I want to be an obedient son or daughter. And we'll stay quiet about it. You know, and, and if you want to be an obedient son and daughter, you want to correct your parents' mistakes. Yeah. Right? And we sort of don't want to address things or we don't want to confront things. And it is confrontational. But sometimes, you know, you got to be confrontational with yourself, with others, because it's what needs to be done. For the greater good. And I think, uh, like you said, in our parents' behavior, I think most times it's subjective, right? Because for us, it's toxic behavior. But for them, it's like, well, it's just me, like in my culture, you know? Like, this is Dakan and, and stuff like that. So it's it's hard for us to correct it. And on top of that, like, yo, when you get to the age of, like, you're 50 or, like, 40, bro, it's so hard to correct behavior. It's, like, it's stuck in your daily patterns in, like, how you walk, you talk, and every part about you. So correcting their behavior is, is, is harder, but for the younger generation, I think it's more important, you know, even for us, too. We can say, you know, our, our parents, you know, that it's too late for them, you know, forget about that. But that's, that in and of itself is making an excuse for them, right? And, and forget even parents. People themselves make an excuse for themselves. You know, oh, you know, you don't know my story. You don't know how I was raised. You don't know what I went through. People come from broken homes. They come, they go through, you know, abuse as a kid and whatever. And then they grow up with, with those toxic behaviors nurtured into them, into who they are, right? But you don't control what happened to you. You don't control, you know, your past, but you control what your actions, you control what you do now, right? So no matter what happens to a person in their past, no matter what you know, how a person is raised, what their cultural values are, if there's a, something that's wrong and something that needs to be corrected, the responsibility of correcting is on you, right? Regardless of how difficult it's gonna be. Right, Kelly's a perfect example as well. You know, I got molested as a kid. Now I'm doing to others. Like, you know it now. You're aware of it. So you got to challenge that battle there. Right? So let me ask a question: How would you address changing, like, correcting your parents and how they feel about things? How would you address it? Like, I don't know. You know, like. I don't know if my dad had like a toxic trait, and I'd be like, I have to correct it. Like, you, to be honest, I, I think yeah, just advising maybe making them like, aware. But right? like, but how I, though? Like, on not on like a honest. No, no, no. Okay. But I'm saying, you know it all depends. I think it all depends on the, your relationship with your parents. Firstly, yeah, that, right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Firstly, that's number one, and number two, I also think is I don't think it's that hard if if it's if something that's clearly wrong, and you point it out in the most respectful way. That it's wrong. I'm, your parents will take it. Like, mm. I'm pre- I I did it before. I definitely showed like one of my parents like a toxic trait and showed it in a way that's respectful. You know what I mean? Everybody everybody knows their parents. They know yeah, how to exactly ad- how to address their parents. They know how to bring some stuff up to them. And no two people are the same. Yeah. So you know how to maneuver around certain situations and certain people and how to correct them. Sometimes some parents you can just tell them straight up, yo, this is wrong, and they'll they'll get it right away. Sometimes you might have to be a, go be around the bush. And you know, figure out how to deal with certain situations. I think the best way too also is to be like, 
depending on the parents but even mostly with parents though they're kind of the same is because like you're a younger person telling an older person what to do you know so i think the best way is to kind of be like a little bit passive with what you're saying but like passive aggressive you know exactly. so it's kind of not like you're like ordering them or like you know commanding them to do something but you're kind of more so of like a strong suggestion you know be very vague and yeah, ambiguous exactly. isn't it crazy how people are racist imagine how it harms others you know like, yeah. Oh and yeah, it's crazy. And not even that. Yeah, I'm, I'm only thing? asking this because like there's people definitely listen to this that want to do it, but you know obviously don't know how to do it. You know, so it's like, because bro, I especially our like our people like East African bro, we it's so hard for a young person to address their dukes in any way that seems even vaguely disrespectful, where they can think you if if my friend heard this or you know. So you always you always try to be like yo, you know, like keep it on the lows, don't worry, don't worry. I, but I think the best way is to literally lay it out in front of them, like like bait. But that's you, like no, I I I mean like, for me personally, it's like just laying it out in front of them, like like showing them themselves, showing them themselves that it's wrong, like letting them realize it, but for themselves. I think that's the easiest way, personally. Yeah. To be honest, but like some some parents are different. Some parents, if yeah, you tell I said them they're t- wrong, they'll be like, "It depends like, on the relationship." Like, who the hell yeah. do you think you are? You, what do you know? You're a little kid. You yeah, know? It, it goes back to recognizing. Uh, exactly. Like yeah. some people cannot. No matter how much you show them their toxic behavior, they won't recognize it. Yeah, I think you could be that person. You know I think what? it's case by case. Case by case, though. All right, so go. We kind of talked about negative thinking. Um, the number, the second one that they said. Toxic behavior of uh, that push people away is taking everything too personally. So welcome to 2019. Welcome to 2019. Honestly, this one kind of pisses me off because I like joking around, and if if somebody takes things too personally, I'll just be like, "Hey, I can't, I can't joke around with this person. I can't really be myself around this person." Yeah, I don't want to be around. Yeah, yeah. Like, nowadays, nowadays it's cool to be a victim. You know, it's cool to be the victim. Oh, like when there's racism and when there's like all these things, like oh, I'm people are racist to me. Oh, uh, people hate women. Like where it's cool to be, it's cool to be offended. You know, it, if you always have a point to say to people, it's cool. Like you know. What kind of jokes though? Because there is like a line. There's obviously a line. No, I'm not. Someone I'm goes, not oh, you have no dad. You're black. You know, it's oh, like, no. all right, run up. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, some things are kind of personal. Some things are like that. That's like a joke. That's like an insult. That's an insult. But just like. Haha, ha, your mom has cancer. <laughs> Whoa, wow. I see some crazy jokes in the past. No, but for crazy some people, jokes. like you said, like some people, like yeah. what they find funny, like their humor is like disrespect. Like, you know what yeah. you're saying? Like, uh, my humor is not disrespect. That's I, toxic I, itself. Yeah. Give me some examples of the jokes. Yeah, that um, people took offense to in the past. Um, let, let me think. I don't know. Well, while you're thinking about that, I remember the last. Yeah, podcast that we did <laughs> we we're talking about um <laughs> what was the topic we were talking about oh when we were speaking about talking about people speaking different languages around people i remember afterwards i was talking to Artie about this and um he's like you know because you know he said people sometimes people get offended if somebody speaks a different language around them right and that could that in and of itself you know being offended by that is taking things personally right and one of the things that he said was you know it's it's um i don't want to say the way he said it but <laughs> Something along the lines of like, you know, get your head out of your ass. You know, who do you think you are? Oh. Right? For for first you to get offended from somebody else speaking a different language, it's like you're bigging yourself up to the point you don't matter that much. Entitlement. Yeah. Well, you have also a crazy too, sense isn't of entitlement. It context too, right? Yeah, it's context. Mm. Yeah, you know, because on a bus is different. If you're in like a situation where like they're pointing at you and then they're speaking in a different yeah. language, then it's like, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But like if it's just you having a general conversation in a different language, then it's oddly, you know? 
Like, yo, I'll give you an example. Like, when I used to, when I was younger, I used to work at CNE in the summertime, right? And, like, there was a Jamaican guy that used to come with us in the car because we all started at the same time, you know? And then my dad would, like, if me and him were in the car, he'd just speak Somali to me. But anytime he would come, my dad would try to speak in English, you know? And, like, it would be so funny because my dad would be like, oh, mashallah. Like, and, and he, while in the conversation, I'd be laughing, like, to myself, you know? But then my dad told me that, yo, it's because... Like, he's thinking, like, if he's a kid sitting there thinking, yo, maybe these guys are talking about me, you know? And it's like, people constantly do that to you to the point where you're like, yo, you know what? They, they have to be, cause, because why else would they be speaking in their language? Like, you know? So, that, like... That, that itself, to think... To, to, uh, anytime you hear two people speaking a different language, if you think, if you think, like, yo, they might be talking about me, and you start to, like, get into that, get in your head like that, that is, like, a crazy sense of entitlement, you know? It's like, they must be talking about me. I'm, like, the world revolves around so me. Like, you know, you're not, you're really not that important. But sometimes there's also the feeling of, I guess, them being rude, you know? Like, let's say the, the car scenario, there's three people, the Abo, you, yeah. and me, for example, you guys speak in Somali. Yeah, that's very disrespectful. That's on a bus, you guys talking to each other, and I'm just minding my own business? Yeah, yeah, it's like, exactly. I'm just, if I we're together, if we're, yeah. Who's a Somali speaking Somali on a bus? No, 100%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's because you know how somebody could feel about it, you know? But it's like, if I'm on the bus, and like, me and Rex are there, and there's another guy that we don't really know, we don't even, he's just sitting there, and we're talking, and the person doesn't understand, that's their, like, you know, it has nothing to do with them. But if we're in a car, and we're in a space, and we're together, and then I isolate you from the situation by purposely speaking a language I know you don't understand and I do it obviously for a period of time where you're going to be thinking of stuff you know but if like two seconds you just say yo you ask a little question that's cool you know but if I'm not mistaken I think Islam has something to say about it too as well no mm-hmm. in terms of speaking to someone else and like disregarding the next person mm-hmm. when it's three of you guys just mean like even if you're speaking if three people are together two people shouldn't be sharing, sharing a secret so imagine another language yeah. now you know yeah for sure. if it's that yeah, context yeah that context though um Wow, <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. But let me introduce the welcome uh, to our TED talks. Yeah, let me introduce you to um, the next toxic behavior um, that I think is interesting is needing constant validation. So, um, I could, do you guys want me to read the, like the description? Or? Oh, okay. Uh, people who constantly strive for validation by others are exhausting to be around. Those men and women who get caught up in the need to prove their worth over and over and over and over and constantly want to win over everyone around them are unintentionally toxic and draining. Know this over-attaching to how things have to look to others can wear you out and bring everyone else around you down. This is a bigger picture to your life and it's not about what you achieve in your eyes of the masses about the journey. The process, the path, what you're learning, how you're helping others to learn to, and growing process you allow yourself. You know, to it's it's funny because that like when you say seeking validation, it's easy to say, "Oh, that's a big one." I see, I know a lot of people that do that, you know. But a lot of times, it's 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 it could be something small. Like there's there's a line, but even when, like let's say for example, the way you dress, there's a, a fine line between wanting to look nice and wanting to look nice so people can see you. You know, seeking that value, or having people that need that need for people to say, yeah, that's a nice outfit you got on, right? Ne- needing that validation. And I remember we were talking about this like some episodes ago, where I used to like be kind of like I used to basically want that. I used to have that same problem, you know. And then I remember one day it was like a like a light bulb just turned on in my head, you know. And I was thinking like, you know, why am I trying to impress people that are trying to impress people? You know, it's like constantly like realizing that everyone around you is doing the same thing. Everyone around you is trying to like fit in or stand out or whatever the case may be. And you know, it's 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 difficult to realize that within yourself. You can say, Oh, that's not me, I don't have that problem. 
on a large scale maybe but on a smaller scale there might be if you look into yourself you might notice that you know that's you um okay so seeking validation i'm thinking like say for example like your group of friends right like you have an idea and you want to seek validation for your idea is that would you guys consider that toxic that's not the same thing that's not the same thing I think the seeking validation is like, are people gonna think I'm cool? Like who yeah, you are as a person, or, or like, let's say I'm trying to do something, and like, oh, what do you think people are gonna say? Or do you think, I'm yeah, like, I look like always nah, doing yeah, this? Yeah, you're gonna look at me funny. I don't yeah. wanna do that. To be honest, for especially for me, I I never I never really used to, I st- still don't, but I never really used to care what people think, and for the like when I'm doing something or when I'm saying something or I'm doing anything, my thought process is, um, do I want to do this? And, and what am I doing it for? If I'm not doing it for myself, or I'm not doing it for the for the great like whatever greater good or whatever, then like that's it, you know. I, like especially as of recently, I've 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 been like more more like saying yo, I want to do things I enjoy. I want to yeah, yeah, I don't care what anybody thinks because everybody's trying to everybody's trying to do something. Everybody's trying to exactly, yeah, like you exactly. said, everybody's trying to please somebody, but. Sure, I gotta please myself. The, the worst thing is restricting yourself because of what other people are gonna think. Yeah, for sure. That's that's kind of depressing. For you really sure. think it about is. it. You it really is. think about it, like res- restricting what. You, like, see, if you have an idea, you want to do it, but you're like, ah, they might think I'm a waste. You. Yeah, but and and that happens that's when you're so young toxic. a lot. That happens when you're like you're young, you're 17, 18, and like people being around you is very important to you. But for me, I, I think I seek validation with like ideas, you know, like if I want to do something, it's not that I need everybody else no, to but be. You, you, you're, th- you're talking about like, oh, I want to, I want to, I want to have an idea. What do you think? Like how people are going to receive, yeah, receive it? Yeah, but I think even sometimes I stop myself if like the three or four guys that like I really, really, really keep around me and I ask them and they're like, they're not as receptive as I am or they're not as excited as I am. I think sometimes I'm like, yo, you know what? Maybe it's not like, maybe it's really not, you know, like it's. That, that, that's a good trait. That's like, look, you want to see, you have an idea, you think it's going to be something that's successful, you seek counsel from the people that you trust, people that you know have your best interest at heart, and you say, hey, this is my idea, this is what I'm thinking about doing, and they say, hey, you know, maybe they say, you know, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea for, you know, for this reason, A, B, C, and D, and you trust that, and you be like, okay, you know what, they, they, they think it's a bad idea, I might think it's a good idea, but I trust their opinion, so you say, I go with that, that's, that's normal, that's actually a good trait. But sometimes you get stuck in your own head, you know, because you're like, okay, well, well, I, I wanted to do it so bad, but since three or four guys told me not to do it, now I'm not going to do it. Like, am I, am I a punk? Am I someone who can't stand on my own two feet, you know? And those thoughts, when you start thinking like that, you get into your own box. And that's how I think, like, there was a time in my life where I became isolated, you know? Like, I stopped really hanging around for too long because I was like, yo, I think of things, and then when I, when I address them, I feel like I'm, people around me aren't as excited as I am, you know? And it's... But sometimes you have to say, okay, you know, they think it's a bad idea. I, if you take their advice, like, okay, I trust their advice. I'm going to go with that. That's normal. But then you can also say, I trust their advice, but I still think it's a good idea. You know, and I'm going to go and go through with that. That's, that's normal as well. At the end of the day, as long as you're making the decision yourself and you're not letting outside factors affect your decision, right? For whatever, and it doesn't have to be something big. It's like, what am I going to eat today? You know, you say, I want to eat, I want to eat burger and fries. And everyone says, nah, nah I don't want to eat that. That's not a good idea. And you say, you know what? Okay, they're probably right. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's easy. Like, when it comes to food, but, like, I don't know if you guys remember my YouTube days, you know, when I was, when I was making my little oh, YouTube yeah, videos and yeah. stuff. Those were things, like, I enjoyed at the time, you know, and I felt like, yo, I should be doing this. Like, these are things that I'm good at. I'm good at, like, creative things and stuff like that. But then 
I won't lie, the people around me, like I wouldn't say they were taught, they, they, they were like, yo, don't do it. But it's just, when you see their excitement level to what you're so excited about, you know? And you're like, oh man, that's that kind of, you know, it doesn't make you feel good about it, you know? And I won't lie, that's the reason why I stopped. And there's times that now I think I'm like, yo, there's, there's other like YouTubers that are like, that are doing great things and bro at the time when i was doing it there was nobody who was doing it you know yeah. like there was nobody even like even and it's cool like you know you want to be cool you want the people around you to think you're cool you don't want to be the guy that everyone's like oh he thinks he's like you know and yeah i could i could say it, it affected the choices i made but at the same time it's like like you said it's knowing that fine line between like yo am i taking counsel from people that respect me and know me better than maybe sometimes i know myself or am i just a punk that can't stand on my own to, too, to be honest when you're doing like the, like the example you give doing something like that you're 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 becoming like vulnerable and and when even one thing especially someone that's close to you, even one person says ah you know i don't know if i'm rocking what you're doing that that could like shake you. You, yeah shake you, you. And like and if it, it could go the opposite way if someone says oh my god yo i like this keep going that could have, that could affect it, and that's way. that's why it's so important to be a positive person. Like sometimes people come to you with ideas, and you think I couldn't see myself doing that, so I'm just gonna say, "No, nah, don't do that." Yeah, exactly. you know, and that's sometimes you know putting a limit on even the people around you. So you want to be a supportive person, even if you think, "Yo, you know, this might not work out." You support them because they they could be that one person that gets through. Exactly. So you want to be a positive person. You want to be a person that supports people. And the, and the person that's trying to do whatever the thing it is, maybe a YouTube channel, maybe just starting a business, whatever it is, it's like, you might not, like you said, you might not have the confidence to do it, but you instilling them, the confidence in them might let them go further in exactly. their, in their and, venture. And that's how, like, recently, like, I've been starting to, like, think, like, yo, instead of, instead of, like, when somebody comes to you with an idea and just be like, yeah, yeah, it's good, like, quite, like don't question it, like, be like, you can't do it, but question why they want to do it, you know? Yeah. Well, how they feel about it. If, and if you see the genuine excitement in them, like, when you see those type of things, instead of being like, yo, you know, maybe, just move off their energy, you know? If you feel like this is something they really want to do, even if you have to bullshit about, you know, these are the things that would help you do it, just try to be somebody that's supportive. Even if you have to brainstorm ideas from the top of your mind in that moment, give them. Just make them, make people feel like their ideas sometimes are more important than how you feel about it, you know? like. And again, it goes back to being balanced. Because that right there, that's a good trait. That's a good thing to be, being a positive person, being an encouraging and supportive person. But what happens when, you know, somebody comes to you and says, yo, I want to be a rapper? You know, are you going to say, you know, I have to be a supportive person. I got to do it. No, you got to tell them, yo, cut it out. You know, don't do that. Because even if you want to be a supportive person, you don't want to be a supportive person pushing people into things that are going to gonna harm them. You know, you don't want to be that person. And this happens a lot. People say, yo, why are you being negative? Why are you being a hater? Da, da, da. Just because you tell a person, hey, this might not be the best thing to do. Right. So you have to sort of find that balance between being a supportive person and also being a good friend and stopping somebody from doing something that you see is and you know is bad for them but they might not see it and and like, that might be what happened with you in your youtube page like you might you never know and and the like saying to yo don't do that might not good for you but some people sometimes when people you just tell them no it makes them want to do it more 
So saying no and giving them valid reasons. That's a toxic trick right there. Like that, you just know, saying no, right? You know, it's like when somebody says no to you, like, and I gotta prove them. Right. I gotta you prove them. Yeah, that's it's a toxic like, trick. But if some someone says, oh, this not this guy just said no. He doesn't give me a reason yeah. to do it. Makes him want to go harder, you know. And the person's gonna be in the wrong if you give them the valid reasons and they still want to like. Then like, then they realize that yo, what you're doing is wrong because you know because that you yeah maximize that you. the toxic behavior there would be like just denying the valid yeah. you know being blind to it. Mm-hmm. But to the rapper's point, man, a lot of a lot of too fake many, friends out here, bro. Yeah, and you're still exactly. supporting if you say no. It doesn't mean you're not supporting. And one thing, you're supporting them in good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And still helping them in the long run. You're still supporting them from a different angle. When random people come up to me with ideas and stuff, bro, I support. I, I, they could be like, I want to be the biggest rapper in the city. I remember one time some guy, some Somali guy, bro, 5'11", maybe like 24, 25. He's like, yo, I want to make it to the NBA. I'm like, yeah, fam, do your thing. You're going <laughs> to make it, you know? Because it doesn't matter to me what he does, you know? But it's like if somebody's around me, somebody's close, even if, even if it puts a strain on our friendship, just giving them that... Like giving them that questionability of yo, like I know your ideas are good, but you have to have them in place. You know, somebody can't be like yo, like somebody can't say I want to start a podcast and whatever, and not have no ideas of what they want to do. You know, just like you, if you support that, you're just lying to somebody. But if you're like, okay, tell me how you're gonna do it. Why do you want to do it? What makes you want to do it? And if they, if you feel like yo, this person is genuine about it, or this person is excited about something they actually want to do, then support. Me, I think honestly, that. you have to be like for the person who's trying to take it. Take advice. You have to be observant too, because you have to observe who's actually giving. Like, not everybody's good at giving advice. You know, someone could be your good friend, but they're not good at giving advice. You know, because some people will give advice based upon their own situation and their own experience. They won't give you uh, advice based on your current situation. You know, so may imagine you're telling a man who who basically is in 40 racks in debt at school and he's saying yo i'm trying to buy a beamer you know <laughs> and you're blessed you have no debt you finished school you paid off your tuition and you're saying yeah you know if it's, if it's a nice car it's a good deal you should buy it no obviously not because you don't have no debt but this guy is at 40 racks in the hole and you're trying to tell him buy a beamer yeah. you know what i mean so you have to be pay attention to who you take advice from and the people who give advice also like like you said about the person who's who said uh being a rapper and they, you say no to them and they still want to be a rapper, it's more of a you thing rather than a me thing. Like, yeah. me, you have the toxic behavior. Like, I established that I don't have a toxic behavior, you know? So it's. I think so it's, it's all about sincerity. Like, if you give a, a person sincere advice, like, they might not like it at first. They might feel some type of way about it. But as long as you're sincere, that sincerity goes a long way. So they might come, they might realize it later on and be like, yo, that person was giving you serious advice, like some really good advice. So that it might be difficult in, me, in the immediate, but in the long run, that advice will be beneficial. And even if a person takes your advice the wrong way, as long as you're sincere, it'll all, it'll all work out. Facts, facts. Um, and like... Yeah. Like the thing you said about advice, like going to the right person for advice, because you can't go to somebody who has 40, you know, like somebody who's not in the same position here, doesn't know what you're going through and asking them for advice is like, you're just going to make a different, you're going to go down a deeper hole than you're supposed to be in, you know? So like going to somebody with the right advice, somebody who you know is similar to you. Like if I want to start a podcast, the first time I'm going through is Rex. I'm not going to go to somebody that sits at home and just listens to radio or whatever, because expecting them to know more that, you know, like you have to go to the right person for what you want, what information you want, you know? So like if 
somebody's trying to go into um you know photography talking to you like you know you're seeing like going through the right avenues and then getting to the conclusion that's a part of it and some people exactly but some people have this whole pride thing like yo i can't show somebody that they put me on or i can't show somebody that you know <laughs> oh, yo, i can't toxic. show somebody that that yo like you know i i took advice from them or you know what i mean exactly yo some people even hate the word fan they're like yo i use supporters because people don't like fan like you know it's like it gets even deeper like that People's mentality sometimes are so pushed on, you know, image, image, image. How do people feel about me? Can I tell somebody that they helped me? Can I tell somebody that I listened to their advice? Can I tell somebody that their idea was better than mine? It's like... The most the most successful people have help. Honestly, it's just humility. Yeah. Just being humble. Like, nobody... Everybody wants to be the man. We've talked about this before. The quote, unquote, the man. Right? The you, man. Do, you don't want to... You want to be that person that... that, that everybody goes to you want to be that person so when you say i don't want to give this person the impression that they put me on because you want to be better than them you know you want to say i'm bigger i'm bigger and i'm better than that person but how do you get better you get better from learning everything exactly or it could be the idea as well some people are like yo i put this guy on and you know they're quick to like yeah. express that so maybe they're trying to avoid that as well like, there's different like reasons why people are but at the end of the day that's just words you're gonna reap the benefits not the person that 100%. put you on yeah. so the next um, so i got one thing yeah, uh, to pick back off my boy's point in terms of being a good advisor as well, what I find is someone who is very objective, you know? You look at the situation in its context, and you say, okay, you might be different, but for example, Cody's examples with the, with the debt and stuff, he would say, yo, you're in debt, like, come on, it's cool, maybe get out of that first, and then look forward in the future. Or someone who would give you the pros and cons, they'll lay out the pros and cons for you. This worked out for me, but I experienced these cons. You may as well, if you're, if you're about it, you can go for it. You know what I mean? But you may experience these. So you go, go through, path. make a list with that person, go Ex- through exactly. it. Exactly. Instead of telling them what to do. Nah, do this, do that. It's Spoil way, it it's way easier when you have them decide. spill out the facts. And if they deny the facts, it's just what do you do with that? Like that's your it's like you want You want to push the person to the idea. You don't want to exactly. say, take this, you know? Yeah. You want to direct them in, 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 put them in the right direction exactly. and let them walk to that decision themselves. Like if I come to somebody with an idea and they give me facts and this good, like good, genuine reason for me not to do it, most likely not gonna do it. So yeah, um, the, next the next the next one was um, making superficial judgments about others. Oh, <laughs> we're, I think we I think you were mentioning that earlier. Yeah, questioning sincerity, right? Like, why are they so nice to me? It's being cynical in a mm. sense. Like, no, they have to. They must have underlining motives. They want something or, from me, or even or assuming something about yeah. somebody that you don't even know yet. Not yet that, or even making assumptions of people that you know. Yeah, like, let's yeah. say somebody tells you something about this person said this and this and obviously the person that's saying you're that's obviously trying to like make you guys butt heads is a toxic person but as opposed to like thinking of negative thoughts or whatever it's better to at least go to the person and be like yo this person told me x y and z like is this true yes no another another big thing too that i see sometimes questioning somebody's capability of something like somebody will look at you and be like oh no he can't do that (laughs) <laughs> or uh, no, 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 that guy's not smart or yeah, that guy's not you know that's toxic yeah but the superficial judgments like being I think like being from the hood you just always have your guard up you know anytime somebody comes up to you hey you want to do this hey we have an opportunity for it. even when they say yo we have a job here for you guys you guys are gonna get jobs no they won't they're just saying that like you always have this guard up about you because you're like yo the world is it's all Against a lie you, yeah. exactly everybody lies everybody you know the, uh, every opportunity even people present to you before I even get there before I even go to the interview my mentality is it doesn't exist it's, it's not I'm not gonna get it you know <laughs> And that, that even that that mentality is generational. You know, it, it's it's something that go that people go through. 
right? So, for example, like you say, you know, because of the history of black people in this country, right? It's it's okay. We we question the system. We don't trust it. Da, da, da. But then again, it goes back to regardless of how you were raised and what you were taught, that is your past. It's on you to change who you are as an individual and change these behaviors within yourself. So when you see something and you see you, you doubt it, you're like, you know what? I, I don't trust it. Then you have to you have to ask them, why do I not trust it? Is there a reason for me to not trust it? Because the world is nothing but disappointment. Okay, what about this? Yeah. Nothing positive comes from saying I'm not gonna get it. No, that's true. I rather I rather get the L than not even try to attempt it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think like just anytime I see something, my brain just goes, "Yo, it's not true." There's something that has to be. There has to be like because my brain is just thinking like, "Yo, pessimistic," and thinking, "Yo, realistically, these opportunities aren't afforded to people like okay, this." You, you know, know what I mean? Crazy. You know what's crazy? That is the same exact. That's the system working against you right there because the system's telling you that it's not for you, right? But, thing, though, but you can't control your first thought, but you can control your second thought. 100%. Like you, that first thought comes to your mind. Okay, the thought came to your mind, but what are you going to do about it? Exactly. You can say, yo, I'm not going to get it. Then you reassure yourself. Like, yo, you know what? I won't know until I try. You can't control exactly. how you think, but you can control how you react to your thought. So There's nothing wrong with trying. You're not going to... The, the bigger L is not trying. No, I, I agree with the trying thing, but I think even like bringing yourself to the point where you're comfortable with experiencing people, experiencing uh, events, experiencing like things that go on everywhere, you know? Well, that doesn't happen until you do it over and over and over again. Yeah, but we're, we're all stuck in our bubbles because we know like, yo... When I see a Somali person, I, I'm. It's not even being judgmental, but it's like, yo, I think yo, this person probably from either the West End, you know, like it's all these things that are just going through my mind, you know. That's 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 not making a judgment about a person, like about the person's character. Yeah. You can say you can make a guess because there's a lot of Somali people that live in the West End. Therefore, I'm gonna assume this person knows that. That's making a judgment based on information that you already know. We're talking about make, making a judgment without any information exactly, whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was like having your, no, your no, no, you know, no, your no. pros and cons list and being like, yo, this is what I'm supposed to expect and this is what I'm not going to expect, you know? Like, when that event happened here, everybody knew how, who's going to be there, you know? The amount of people that are going to be there, the groups that are going to be there, you know? So, you're prepared for that. And I think something that I kind of see or have noticed a lot is uh, people make judgments, especially when people are doing, I guess, a bit more successful. They're kind of critiquing what what the person is doing so let's say somebody's going through a great moment in their life but they're like oh yo they should have like why are they doing this they could be doing this da, da. even though they have good intentions telling them yo this person should be doing more of the good that they're doing but it's still like yo let the person um let the person know that yo you're doing good you know and another one is um charities right somebody will come up with a charity they say this is what i want to do i want to help people people's first thoughts is what Nah, they're just, trying, they're just trying to keep the money to themselves. They're not really serious about it. Yeah. Or making that judgment without any information, yeah, yeah, yeah. without any questioning. You are, people jump to that conclusion. Yes, because there's a history of companies or charities that have been stealing money, right? But then to automatically throw all of those charities into that bubble of being thieves and con artists, that's making that superficial judgment. My rule of thumb is, doesn't matter how much times I get disappointed, I just give people benefit of the doubt. To, to a certain extent. No, not I'm saying not to the same person. Oh. In general, when I meet, like I keep giving people benefits of doubts, but then when they disappoint me, then I have my guard up. But I'm just saying, like, and by default, by default, when I don't know you, I give you benefit of the doubt. But so do you have a lack of expectation as well? Like, do you give them benefit down? Say, I'm not really expect much. I I don't. I, what do you mean by that? That's what I do. Let's say, for example, I say Cody's are hailing me up. Let's say, for example, I meet you. I'm like, yo, I'll put you on a job. 
and the opposed to being like, yeah, I'm trust this guy, you know, I'm, I'm working next no, week. No, 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 no. I give, I give benefit you the, of the doubt. I, we don't expect much. No, I give you benefit of the doubt, but I, but, but I'm not gonna expect you to be like the best person yeah, but ever. I, but I, the way I do is I give the person the benefit of the doubt, but I put them at zero. Like from Thank flat, you. Yeah. I don't know them. They're at zero. Whatever they do, either adds or subtracts from exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. And wow, I think Cody's it's turn, let's get it. <laughs> and. I think it's mad important for like, like you know, in Islam they say too, like a, a believer doesn't get stung from the same, like you know, like you say, yeah, you know, you don't fall into the same mistake twice. So if you see somebody and they have characteristics of like, all, say all these negative characteristics, and you, you see it in somebody else, and then be like, yo, you know what? I'm gonna be smart and just not trust this person with as much as I trusted that per- that that person with, you know? And it's building on that because obviously two people are never the same, but you can see, like, if I see Cody is like, say Cody's a great person, Cody likes basketball, all these things, you know? And like, Cody, he's from a certain place or like he's, he chose with these certain people, I'm gonna assume, yo, your best friend is maybe the same guy as you, you know? And it's then on the opposite side, if there's somebody who lied and who cheated and used my zip card to do things that I would want him to do with my zip card, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, no, well, and then, no, yeah. and then listen, and then, no, and then his boy said, hey, let me get the zip card, I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust you just no, like I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna learn from my mistakes, you know. That's that, that's but you have information when you make that decision. You have you know this person, and this happens a lot. People say, and if, I'll take it back to toxic behaviors afterwards. But people will people surround themselves with people who are like them, right? So you see, for example, people who say, "Yo, why do I constantly attract people with toxic behavior?" <laughs> you know, because real recognize real, and fake recognizes fake, and mirror, toxic. Player. Toxic behaviors, people who have toxic behavior attract other people who have toxic behavior. So if you are a person who's constantly attracting people who have toxic behavior, then you need to do a lot of self-reflection because that might be who you are. And the thing too is, basically the general rule to go by so you don't get disappointed is that the people disappoint and Allah doesn't, you know? At the end of the day, that's that's there's nothing more to it, you know? So at the end of the day, me... Uh, to be honest with you, I, I've heard people talk so much ish to the point where now I just take everything with a grain of salt. You live your life. If they come through, they come through. You know those ones? Absolutely. But you don't expect too high because at the end of the day, your heartbreak is due to your own expectations. Yeah. You know That's what I'm true. Say? So if you yeah. didn't, you know, if you didn't think so highly of the person, you wouldn't have been so let down. You know what I mean? To be honest, like for the example that I gave, the way, the way I think about those kind of things is that, first of all, this person doesn't owe me anything at all and if they do come through or even slightly come through with what they're trying to say like that's that's a good thing you know so i like if he let's say he does come through i'm like oh my god the guy's amazing and if he doesn't come through i'm like okay at least he tried and if nothing happens i'm like yo you know it doesn't change how how i think for me for me someone can only like that's why we're talking about starting at zero right and zero for me is the ultimate lowest because I'm not expecting anything from you. But if you add to that, you add to that, and you be, you know I'm adding value to you. But if you're there's no you can't I, I don't let people take value away. If you expect people to be a ten when they are five, you're disappointed. Exactly. But if you expect a zero and then you be a That's, five, yeah. then you're like okay, I see how much this person helped. Yeah. And this how, this is how people are become ungrateful, right? Facts. This is how people be <laughs> like the thing is somebody helps you with something. And you see, okay, you know what? I was expecting this much help, but I only got this much help. And you're disappointed. Your disappointment comes from your ingratitude. Exactly. <laughs> that, 
Yo, you were saying like, like, say you just meet somebody, like yo, say you just meet somebody, and then when you yeah. say yo, I have a job for you, and yeah. then you you're willing to put your name on the line, like hey, I'm not, I I know this guy, I'm gonna, you know, like yo, give give him a job. Mm. Do you trust somebody that you just meet to put him in that position to play with your trust? Because now say I know you, and I say okay, I know not, not brings Kobe, and not says yo, Kobe, you know he's a good worker, and that person doesn't show up, and I go yo, you know what, that hurts my trust with Kobe, but you too, because I'm thinking yo, not supposed to be a guy I trust, you know. And that this guy didn't show up on your behalf, so I hate playing with trust. Cause yo, I feel like even me, say if somebody says yo, like some if I say I'm gonna do something, sometimes even if I don't want to do it anymore, I'm like yo, you know what? Like trust, especially when you get to an age, yeah, your word is not something you want to play with. Cause once you get tagged a liar, and once you get tagged, yo, this guy's unreliable. He doesn't show up. He doesn't do these type of things. That that lives with you for the rest of your life. You know. Uh, another another thing is, in any situation, be ready, be ready for the disappointment. Like be like be prepared for it. So you know what I mean, happen, you have though. to you have to prepare yourself. Like like you have to be mentally prepared to catch an L. I think in any situation. I remember seeing um, this thing on on, on Twitter. It's like, oh, where was God on 9/11? You know, and the person quoted the same place. He was 9/10 and 9/12. You know, it goes back to you know having gratitude and understanding that the things that you get, you have to be grateful for. So for example, safety. The fact that we we are safe and the fact that we have. We are living in a place where we're comfortable and we're safe. We can go outside. Those are all things that we have to take, take you know, that we take for granted, that we have to be thankful for. I so when we lose it, you know, for even for a split second, then we're like, oh, why did they, why did I lose this? Where is this? You know, it's because you weren't grateful for what you had to begin with. I don't know. For me personally, for me, <laughs> speaking to your soul speak right, to now, me right now, bro. Because yo, so much times whenever whenever something like something happens to me or something like that, I always humble myself. I always just think about yo, look at the position I'm in, like in life. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm alive. You know what I mean? I always think about because that personally for me that calms me down. And whenever anything happens to me, when I just think about the position I'm in, like currently, and yeah, like just bringing it down to like just like oh I'm I have a shelter I'm eating. That, like, that's uh, that's why you can never go wrong with putting your trust in Allah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And people Allah that never disappoints, but people do. So. But who are you surrounded with all the time? It's people, you know? You, you have to trust people. Sometimes you end up trusting the wrong people. And then those things affect you. Like, they really bother you because you're like, yo, this is somebody that I... It's not even that I put into such a high place, but your trust, it doesn't come easy, you know? Like, trust does not come easy. You build trust. It takes years to build trust, and it takes 3.4 seconds to demolish, you know? Yeah. like you. It's harder in that situation. When you, when you just meet somebody, it's easier... To Not just to, um, I don't to trust just like to just be ready for the L. Yeah. But when you've been like when you've been like trusting this person for years and yeah. years and years, and then that trust drops, yeah. there's no there's no no one can be prepared for that. Exactly. So a lot of people go depressed after being cheated on. You know. They yeah, have you have to. Trust is destroyed. You have to. Ten years, because eight years. We have no, a kid no, no, together. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah imagine you're sleeping for the rest of their life. Imagine you're sleeping next to somebody in a bed. You know, you see them when you the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, and that's the person you can't trust. That like that, that mentally, bro. You just look around you and you're like, yo. It who takes else? it takes strength to come from come up from that though. hundred percent. And it and, takes and some real mental strength. And like, people that people do think it, it's easy. It's not easy at all. And uh, even if you do it, like this, the amount of like space you're letting go and like whatever action you do, right? Even like when people do, sometimes you say things you don't want to say, and you're like, yo, like I just hurt somebody that you know. Like sometimes you make a comment about something and it just happens in the moment, but you're like, yo, you know, I just made that person feel bad for like a day, or like you know, I, I ruined that person. Me 
me or or whatever. Yeah, but the the more up you go up the scale, the more higher you go up the ladder, you can ruin somebody's life, bro. Some people become you know like they commit suicide because somebody that they thought was somebody in their life just end up being somebody else, you know. And it's and some people some people are different. Some people when they when they give themselves to somebody, especially in those kind of situations, they might give them a hundred and ten percent. And if somebody's taking that away from them, they can't come back from that. Yeah. So, you know? But just for me, for trust, I just keep my expectations so low. Like, just for for people I first meet. You know, if I say, yo, bro, like, if I meet, say I meet, like... Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I was thinking about it when we were all kind of saying it, like, oh, when I'm going to something, I kind of have whatever, like, don't... Isn't that... I'm obviously it might be. It's not so though. It's smart. You're being a little bit negative. Yeah, you're being a little bit pessimistic. It's not Nobody's it's capable. Or it could be a protective factor. Exactly. No, it's a but protective factor. But are you maybe you're holding yourself back from maybe being your, yeah being your full self or seeing something that you might not have seen if you if you let let go of those. No, but the, na- the naive cube in me is like yeah maybe you know but just <laughs> living yeah bro but like living life and seeing like yeah you. We all know, bro. We've seen so many things that has just made us a smarter person in general. You know, like you just feel like yeah, I'm not gonna fall back into the same spot. You know, like if I go to a restaurant, like if I go to a restaurant and say I, I order some food and the food's not good, you know, am I gonna go back thinking, hey, you know, keep a like, you know, even if they change management, that sh- that stuff sticks to you. It's in the back of your mind. You're like, yo, I didn't have a good experience there. I just might not go there. You know what I mean? No, but I just stay neutral. Initially, it's just neutral, so it's not negative. It's not positive. It's just. I'm not expecting anything. I'm not expecting anything good or bad. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what to expect because you don't know what to expect. No, you don't. It's 100% you. I'm living by the things you're saying. But I'm, um, the thing I'm saying, I might I, I might change it is because it changes. It doesn't change the perception, but it kind of, like I was saying, it holds you back. So I'm like, let's say I, like, like, let's say I see somebody from uh, the West End of Toronto. Or let's say I see somebody from a place in Toronto that has a, a, a reception or a bad reputation or even not even a bad reputation, maybe even a good reputation. But I'm thinking, um, you know, it, it makes me it, it takes like it gives me barriers from maybe knowing the person better or maybe maybe like finding opportunities with the person that I might not have done if I keep saying, yo, you know, this person from this area, so I can't trust them. You know what I mean? No, but that's that's not starting at zero, though. That's already, you're already negative then. You're biased already. I'm saying but no you bias. You can't stop that. That's like Just you know. That, I don't think that's realistic. Bias though. Like if somebody says, let's say I'm not Somali, and somebody has a bad experience with Somalis his whole life, and he says, "Yo, hi, my name is this. I'm Somali," and he's gonna be like, "Already, he's gonna have 15 guards up because Somali people done him wrong, right?" But that's letting your past experiences affect your current. Yeah, yeah but that's not starting that's at zero. There's, there's a difference. There's a difference between taking precautions and then making superficial judgments. That is a superficial That's, judgment. It's fact. Right? But if you can say, if you say, yo, this guy sells drugs. I know drug dealers tend to be murderers or tend to, you know, be involved with murderers. Yeah. So I'm going to avoid drug dealers. That's making, that's taking protective, precautions. Protective judgment or protective decision. That's understandable. Yeah. But there is a fine line between the two. So if you say, I've, I've seen 25 Somalis and they were all bad. I've seen three Somalis that were good. So now you can say, okay, you know what? If you say in your head, you're thinking, now I'm going to assume most Somalis are like this. That's making a superficial judgment. That's because you only have a small sample size well, my, of what's oh, the actual gen- yeah, but general population. For me, it's just everything. When I say I start at zero, I mean everything is a case by case. Everything starts fresh. Okay, you're a new person. How are you? And then as time goes, my my guards go up at, through my reaction to their behavior. So, my, the, the, so what I was trying to say is instead of being at a neutral... Maybe be a little more positive to 
but still have your protective like still have your protective um things but still like keep an open mind because you never because you you never know what the person um might no yeah, I can no bring, that, exactly. that's literally my point i'm at zero but i'm 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 i'm, I'm expecting when i say i'm i'm here for the good and I, I'm. Oh, you're for, ready for the bad kind of thing. Like the bad, the bad, the bad, the bad, the bad's gone already. Like I don't care about the bad if it happens. Yeah. But if the good happens, I'm there. I want the good to happen. But are you trying to say get rid of the shell? Get, get not get rid of the shell, but or kind soften, of bring, soften yeah. the shell. That's, no, that's what I'm trying for to me, say. For me, that Kobe with benefit of the doubt, correct? Yeah, I, I yeah. give the person the benefit of the doubt. Me, I'm assuming that's everyone's just, just good. But for me. Yeah, I'm, giving, me, I'm starting at zero. I'm already, I'm already assuming you're not a bad person. Yo, I'll give you an example. Like, say when I meet somebody, like, I take all the things about them, you know, and I list them. Like, I, ha- I have them separate from themselves, but it's there. Like, yo, this person's from this area, you know, so maybe they know these people, or maybe they act. I keep it separate from them, but I'm aware of it. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to be like, when it happens, oh, I was surprised that this person was an evil person. No, yeah. you surround yourself with people that are evil. I'm not saying you are completely evil, but yo, these are characteristics that I'm going to be aware of of you you know i'm gonna separate it from you and then i break you down as you as me exactly. and you as a relationship progresses i'm gonna say hey you fall into this category hey your friends move like this you fall into the same category and if you they you don't great you're a better person for it but i'm not gonna i'm, I'm not like I, whenever i meet people yeah i'm not and i don't start this whole fresh thing you're you're the, like you're zero to me you're nothing but let's build you up or break you down you i'm know, gonna take everything about you stack it and let's see where you go okay i'll tell you what i mean when i say zero i want you to prove me wrong like if you if you have all these bad stereotypes, <laughs> no. If you have all these bad stereotypes, but let's say okay, no, it's not, it's not, it's not. No, you know what it is. That's okay, pre- no, no. me wrong means There's, you automatically think the person is wrong. No, no, it's yeah. not yeah. one or the other though. It's no, not. It's, right. Let me try to explain what I mean. When I say yeah. when I start at zero, I'm treating you like let's say if you have all There's these stereotypes. Blank, blank slate, blank sheet, I'll give whatever. you an example. You have all these stereotypes. Let's say you dress a certain way. Let's say you move a certain way. All that I'm giving, I'm starting you at zero, and I w- I just want to see the positive things, and if everything's happening, I'm not surprised. But you think yeah. okay, it's not one or the other. It's not I completely trust you and I don't trust you at all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, I I'm gonna trust you to the same extent I would trust any other person, mm. right? I'm not gonna give you my debit card and say go run with it. I'm <laughs> never to the first day I met yeah. you, Obviously, right? Yeah. That's being naive, but. You can say, okay, I trust you enough that I'm okay to walk with you and I know you're not taking me to some place to get shot. Mm. That's where you draw, that's, that's where you find the balance. But for me, I'm like, when I meet someone like, like in general, I'm going to take you for how, what you gave me. You know what I'm trying mm. to say? So whatever you give me is how I'm going to take you. I'm not, it's not like as soon as you come at me, I'm, I'm taking from something from you or I'm asking for something from you but I'm just going to take you as as you, you are yeah. you know what I'm trying to, to say the, and one one like one thing I kind of thought of while you guys were talking was you know how they like when we're talking about analytics and data and stuff how they pull in a lot like a large pool of data maybe the person that one time you saw them was having a bad day or maybe they're not in the mood so maybe before making the general assumption have a kind of a large pool of data that's why I'm not really a fan of analytics because why not yeah it, it can't really dictate like those days. You it know can't, what I'm trying to say? Exactly. Yeah. But, no, but it's, if no, if analytics is showing your 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 mm. behavior over a period of time, mm. so let's say a year, yeah. obviously there's going to be patterns. Yeah, in which for are, sure. Yeah, analytics is like, is a good reference tool. Reference, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's not, not like, a... Oh, to make a, like final... Yeah. yeah, it's not a, Like you can't meet one person, like you can't meet one person on a Monday and be like, yo, this is a bad attitude, the bad person, you know? It's obviously sure, over yeah. a period of time, but... 
when people like a lot of people feel like yo it's, it's uncomfortable to call people out you know when they're like yo you know what like yo this person has has all these bad traits but yo i just met this person i can't you know like i can't but yo you don't have to call them out you don't have to start something but yo keep it in the back of your mind when you see somebody do something or move like something towards the person keep that in there, but don't be like yo i was surprised and make sure you understand who people are because yo, people are they're like everything else you know you if you see a car and a car has bad issues the car is probably a bad car you know if they if you know so be smart like i hate when people are so naive and be like yo you know i can't believe like i, I don't want to say uh, this happens a lot to people but like you know whenever like people go through a breakup and i'm like yo you know like yo, this, yo i just i couldn't believe this person was so evil you know and i'm like yo bro you met this girl when she just broke up with somebody else and you saw how she acted towards him don't be surprised if she does that that actions to you you know like that's why smart. i say there's a limit there's a limit to giving a person the benefit of the doubt I was you brought up like an interesting point that I've really been thinking about lately. I'm like, so let's say somebody has a problem, not a big problem, and it's like not really a small problem, just a normal sized problem. Is it is it good to call them out on what they're doing wrong, or is it kind of like are people? Do you think it's insensitive to tell people what they have to hear? So let's say you're fat, although fat shaming is a thing, but. Is it wrong for me to tell the person, yo, you're, like, you're overweight? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's context, though. A little on the lean side. It's context, yeah. though. It could be medical reasons. It could, could be a lot of different reasons. things. Yeah. Or, okay, that's, that's kind of extreme. Yeah, it's context. Kind of extreme, there's, 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 there's a difference. A person who knows what's going on, like, yo, this person knows they're a little bit overweight. That's one thing. But if a person has a toxic behavior, they might not see. Yeah, that's, then that's, you that's, might that's need example. To I don't know why the hell I said I'm fat. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, the, the, the point that I was trying I to make was, was like, um, let's say, yeah, a toxic behavior. Um, let's, what's what's a common toxic behavior that people a person, have? A pathological liar. Pathological lying. So let's say somebody is a pathological liar and and they maybe they don't even know that they're doing it. No, like everyone knows they're lying. The, no, some from some people if you confront them, I they'll, be like, yo. they'll be like they'll be like, no, they know they're lying, but <laughs> they'll be like, yo, I don't know why I do it. <laughs> like they might they might they might be like, yo, I don't know why I do I, it. I'll give you an example. Like me, like yo, I hate awkward situations. You know, like I hate them. So like if I meet somebody, like I just start, like, yeah, man, yo, like I'm not lying. Like I'm not saying something like yo, I have a million dollars in my pocket, but I'm gonna say something that like you. You have to understand that there's jokes involved in it, you know? Like, if me, you, Kobe, and somebody else is in a room, you know? Like, somebody that we don't really know. And I know it might make them uncomfortable. I might be like, yo, bro, me and Rex know each other for a long time. Yeah, man, we, we lived in Dubai together. Like, I'll just say some, something that the person could definitely take as a joke. And they should know, like, it's... But I, I honestly, sometimes I, I'm like, yo, I'm driving back. I'm like, bro, why... Why did I even say how Wait, to do you think that could be a toxic behavior? It too? is. Like, you know why? You know Trying why it is? They're foolish. Yeah, so. joking yo, and lying. <laughs> yo, you know why? Yo, I just, but yo, I just hate I hate awkwardness. Yeah. I hate it. I'll, even if we're all chilling in the room and yo, nobody saying nothing, I'll be like, yo, so yo, yesterday, bro, uh somehow I fell and bro, I broke like I'll just say something that you guys would be like, you guys have to start <laughs> laughing or something. Yeah. And I even like that's why I honestly had to become the funny guy, you know, because I'd be in situations that like, bro, nobody's saying nothing, and people are just sitting in the car, and no, and I, I'm like, yeah, even if, even if it comes to making myself look retarded, which <laughs> most of the time the jokes are about, I, it has to be, you know, I just, I, I don't know why. Whenever it's talk, I used when, to be like that too. I used to hate 
being first of all in silence when people are there. I well, why? That's not, I no, never then, understood that. And then that. I fixed up. I'm like, I'm not fixed up. I don't know if it's the right thing, but I just yeah. I started thinking. I'm like, yo, like you don't want to talk to me. I don't have to force myself to talk to you. But Respect think, that's, the that's silence. What say. What's wrong with silence? Like yeah. some yeah. people are yeah, introverts too, right? Me, I'm an introvert. If you read me properly, I won't talk to you if I don't really like, crack you. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah. I'm a super yeah, introvert. Yeah. So if it's silent, I'm silent. You know, like it's 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 good. It's it's. It's something like I always want to make myself practice, but when I'm in that situation again, I just find myself. It happens. And I used to be like that too. And I, I used to talk a lot. I used to just tell a story about myself for no reason, just to kind of. <laughs> I call this how to H and M. Some people are perfectly normal, like just sitting in silence. Not yeah. And for for example, me and Nat. First two years I thought I knew him. Didn't really talk to him that much. <laughs> I had to read this guy. I was like, he's cool. Okay, he knows a couple guys I know. Sorry. So I was like that that, that relationship built. Build it, built, whatever. It was built over time. I don't know. It was built over time. So, and then we got to that level where we were comfortable with each other. And things like that build. So, a lot of times, your expectation of a certain situation or of a gathering is, is too high. So, when it gets quiet, you're like, okay, it's not reaching that expectation. Let me, we gotta get there. And then I, he invited me to his house. I was in his basement <laughs> twice. Playing two games. Yeah. <laughs> but I think with that is like, you don't like, like, you don't have to self appoint yourself to be that. The icebreaker. No, no. <laughs> I'm to say, like, I, I agree with you, but I'll tell you where it comes from. Like, yo, when I was younger, I used to go to summer school, you know, with like all these brown kids, you know. No, 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 I went, to, I went to, I went to MUA. Like, it was literally me and like another girl in our class. Everybody else was brown. They all moved in their own groups, you know. They, bro, when I tell you, they were. I can't say race because they were kids, you know, but they knew I was different. And it was like, you came to when you used to pray like Salah, like during her time, bro, I, they would pray in the road together and then they'd be like, yo, you you make space and you pray over there, you know? It's natural selection, man. It, no, <laughs> no, it is. But I'm just saying like, yo, going around, like in those groups, whenever they would all, whenever I would come, they'd be, they'd be silent, you know? So it'd be like me having to Make, force myself into the conversation because I didn't like the awkwardness. You know, obviously, you don't want to be the kid that's sitting there by himself. And then that trait followed me to when I got older, you know? And then I, whenever I'm with people, like, say, if it's somebody where we're, us three are comfortable, us here, and there's somebody that we don't know, I don't want to make them feel like they're uncomfortable, you know? So I'm going to overcompensate for what happened to me, you know, back when I was younger because I know that feeling, you know? And I found myself doing it way too much. And it's like, even like, yo, there's like this program I'm in right now, and there's some kid that, like, he, he self isolated himself from everybody else, you know? But he lives near me. So sometimes when I'm driving home and there's another kid in the car, I'm like, yo, you know what? Let me just, I start including him in the conversation. I'll throw things at him that even like we're not talking about. I'll be like, yo, you watch hockey? Because I know he watches hockey. I don't really watch it. The guy that sits past me, he doesn't really watch hockey, you know? So it's like, and I, f I do it way too much, you know? It's Maybe he's thinking, yo, this guy does not stop talking. <laughs> That's you know, what some man's thinking. Maybe he wants the silence, yeah. you know? That's, That's me some sometimes, people, yo. Some people are like that. <laughs> I chat naturally. way too much. No, but yo, there's times when me and him are in the car by ourselves and he'll start talking. But I notice it so when he's in a... In, it's like, yo, I, like, I'm, I'm an observant person. I watch people, you know? If I know that Rex doesn't like something, I'm not going to push him towards that. I'm not going to bring him around people that I know he's not comfortable with, you know? But when I'm in the car and I'm trapped in there and, yo, we're driving, it's going to be a 20-minute drive. I, like, I overcompensate, kind of yeah, you know, I'll, I'll even like if it's even if it's us and like yo, me, you, and like Cody, we all did something together, and then Kobe's in there, and Kobe didn't do it with us. I'm not gonna keep mentioning that topic because Kobe's obviously not gonna feel included, you yeah. know. No, so you're you're being considerate of other people. Exactly. Which is not was not not a it's not a bad thing. No, it's no, just, for, yeah. no, no, what, for sure. But how how the extent? Yeah, yeah, it's a toxic because I like I'm just silent sometimes, and I. The moment, the one minute passes in that science. But yeah, I think yo, this is a long. This is one. How long is it? Our longest episode. I've been. I, I, I stuff to say. Minutes, I didn't say you know? it. 
Wow, did we ever reach an hour before? I don't know. Is it cool? What's the next one, yeah? We can look. The next one? Hey, let me tell you something quick, though. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. What's your nickname? Cube or something like that? Cube, right? Cube's point. A lot of behaviors are developed, as you know, Somali mentioned before, nature versus nurture. So in the case of the questioner or the the CC or it, they, them, whatever you said, I never said that, Rex did. Um, <laughs> it's a joke. Sorry. Okay. Um, maybe they'll not do it in serious situations out of the awkwardness, you know? Like if someone said, oh, my mom died. And like, oh, for frig. Like, what did I say? Frig. Like, that's me. Like, I don't know what to say, to be honest. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, it's unfortunate. I feel... Like I, I, you're hungry <laughs> you're trying for lunch you know like it's hard to deal with it so maybe I'm, they laugh because they don't know how to cope with it um, to be honest, so it's a mechanism terrible, that they develop over time too. like when it's sad. maybe they are as well yeah, so it's know. like you know sometimes it's like you, you might not know what they want in that situation so if you don't understand okay I don't know what to say to them in that situation you think okay how would I feel in that situation what would I want somebody to say to me in that situation or what would be acceptable for somebody to say to me in that situation and you can sort of go off that yeah, like like you, like you said, like when somebody said like, "Yo, their mom died," like that's something that obviously, alhamdulillah, like not I don't know, all of us in this room we haven't experienced yet, you know, and that's not something that we would even I guess even have the idea of experience, you know, like we don't know how to how, how to deal in those situations. So I think those those type of things, it's all on like even if you say something that's wrong, nobody's gonna hold that against you because you're in the time in the moment, who knows what to say, right? But like there's times where I see something on the news where I see like, yo, somebody, like somebody fell off a building, somebody died doing construction, you know? And it's like, I'll say it and I'll just kind of laugh about it because I don't know how, like, you know, I'm not, it's not that, I just don't know how to deal with that situation, you know? And I'm not gonna be awkward about it. Like I'd rather laugh at it than not laugh. And I'm not laughing at the person, I'm not, I don't, it has nothing to do with that. It's just how I react to the situation, you know? It's a lack and of experience in that situation. Exactly. Same situation. And there's even times like, you, you wanna cry, you don't cry, you know? You're like, yo, I, like, we, yo, we're just so desensitized to everything, we don't, we don't understand, we don't understand what life is. To, to be honest, um, like let's say you're dealing with death. I think we all kind of dealt with death. Maybe on a personal level, maybe on a, mm -hmm. maybe not so personal, but even in dealing with it, you kind of see how p different people react, especially, especially being from, from a hood, mm -hmm. you know, you, you deal with that kind of stuff. And the one, I guess for me, let's say somebody, somebody said, oh, you know, you know, my mom died or my parent died or my friend died. Like the one thing I, I, I kind of go to is that I tell them, yo, you know, it's hard. It's going to, you know, it's, it's going to, it's not going to be easy, but like it's gonna get better it's always gonna get better so just don't like you know take your time to to grieve and obviously not saying it the way i'm saying it now <laughs> but but just letting them know that you know what you're feeling isn't wrong you know sometimes people it's gonna get better sometimes people are like sick and tired of hearing that it's you know? yeah and sometimes, it's so, so sometimes it might even even mentioning something like that like might be that, difficult yeah. right so me personally i try to avoid those cliches yeah you yeah. know you you might not know what to say. Sometimes you you don't say anything at all. Yeah, that's, doesn't, that's want you, doesn't want you to say anything. That's probably the best. That's probably the best way to like go. Like silence in a situation like that is very acceptable because you know, like that, you, you can't say nothing about that. You know, but I'm just some, a dumbass. But some people are different. Some <laughs> yeah, people are, some people need to hear those kind of things. Some people need to hear those kind of things. But me personally, I'd, I'd rather be left alone. Like if that, you know, I'd just be like, yo, just let yeah. me do my thing. I'll get over it. You know, so. Uh, I don't know. That's my advice for that. All right. So as a final, I guess final, I'm, I'm going to say this is a toxic behavior, but um, I'll give you guys an example that, that, or the experience that I had that made me think of this. So I was at the gym. I was on the treadmill <laughs> and I like, 
I saw I just saw a guy walk. It was a black guy. I saw a black guy walk in. You know what I mean? And I I just started grilling him. Uh, but not like and I was just grilling him like he's walking past me and I waited for him to turn the corner and I grilled him. So I'm thinking I'm like yo I do this all the time. I'm be honest. I do it all the time. I just grill, like the first somebody walks into the thing. I'm like yo I grill them. If it's a black guy, it's a white guy. It doesn't matter. I'll grill them. I'm thinking I'm thinking that's a toxic behavior. And me me and Kobe kind of had this argument last week and I was saying I'm like I was, I'm trying to change that instead of grilling somebody maybe not like not not looking at them but maybe being a little more yeah smiling. So if you guys want to maybe go in the circle. All right. So when we had this argument, I think Rex even might have a little bit misunderstood where I was trying to go. We we, we realized we were kind of saying the you same thing. You were kind of saying the same thing at the end. My whole thing was, let's say um, I walk. Let, if someone walks into this room right now on a grunge tip, we're not all looking at him. Am I wrong? Yeah. So yeah. for me, I said it all depends on the situation. If I'm walking by you, I might look. I might have a quick glance at you. I might recognize you. If you look like somebody I might recognize, I'm gonna look quick. And if I don't recognize you, I'm gonna keep it moving. But you know that that's that was my whole thing. You're right? gonna look. Or or if I if I'm in a situation, let's say, um, let's say I'm approached by like two guys and they look like they're trying to do something to me and they're grilling me. Okay, yeah, that me that's me looking down means hey, take my stuff already. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I want but, my left pocket. <laughs> or even if it's one guy, you know, if someone's coming on a provoking on a provoking tip, you. For me personally, I have to look back, and I have to show like kind of like yo, I'm down for whatever, bro. We can get a poppin', like we can get a poppin', like you know what I mean? Two four. (laughs) literally, that that was was my whole thing. I was saying instead of, cause it it can escalate super easily. No, but it's all on vibe. If I'm looking at a guy and he looks, there's nothing wrong with how he's looking at me. I'm gonna look away. But look, I don't know him. Let's go back to what you're saying. Benefit of the doubt. Let me give the guy a benefit of the doubt. He's in an uncomfortable situation. He's obviously gonna have his guard up. So if I'm grilling him, he's grilling me. Then it's gonna it's gonna escalate. Right? Why is he in the room, yo? Not in the room. Just he's. Why is he open the door? Not even in a room. It's a split. It's a split. General area. General area. The guy walks in. He doesn't look. He doesn't look like he belongs. I don't know what that means. Belonging, but the benefit of the doubt went out the garbage. Yo, the benefit of the doubt went out the garbage when he when he's looking at me in a like a provoking way. Provoking, yeah. I was saying. What does provoking mean? It's Bro, all like context. I'm gonna look at you right now. I'm looking at you, you right now. You feel like, a threat level. You feel a threat level. Yeah. Exactly. If I walk, if you walk I'm in a room, if you, if you walk in a room and I'm looking at you up and down. Yeah, it's a threat level. Yeah, now you're then, then I'm telling yeah, uh, yeah, you're yeah. g-checking me up. Yeah, let me. I'm let me. saying, I'm just saying, yo. <laughs> what if the guy looks at yeah. me and smile at him? Yeah, let me. Let me. If let someone's me. looking at me smiling, <laughs> it, it's it's kind of weird, but I might. Yeah, but yeah, let me let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. I'm smiling. Yeah, let me let me let me just ask: Is it different? Is it different in an open space, like say a food court, somebody's grilling you, or like you're in an elevator and somebody's grilling you? Like what's okay? Like in an enclosed space, that's a little different. But like, but that's so basically, basically, no what, what he said for the first point <laughs> is down. like, like me, like I'll do that, but like I just do it because like I'm just when I'm walking or wherever I am, yeah, I just want up. I'm just aware. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm not trying to be those those naive people just <laughs> going in their own. Smiling, is doesn't know what's going around around them. Like I like my surroundings to be known. Like you know what I mean? But like, for example, like if I look at someone, I'm gonna look. Or like Kobe said, and if it's he's just looking like just whatever you make eye contact, I'm look away because I'm not looking for problems, and and I don't know I don't want to encounter anybody looking for problems because I don't have no problems to give you. Know? So, but I'm not gonna walk away. Like if he's staring me and he's looking up and down, that means he's sizing me up. So now I'm gonna look because like 
now I feel appropriate like appropriate response. So yeah, there's, he's a threat. So now, you, do you guys know those like um, usually older black guys yeah. that you guys maybe good each other for like yeah. two seconds and then they give you like the, the head nod? That that <laughs> is what I'm trying to be on now. You know, that's what, that's what I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah, like that's that's the example I was trying yeah. to give. It's that those, grown those man, the grown man, like yo, head nod, like yo, we're both black guys in the world. That young fella is for kids. Like you know what I'm trying to say. Like we like. As long as you grew up and you become like mature, you get out of that stage because you're, you're not looking for problems. You're uh, living your life. You have you're a man. You have a job. Yo, once it, like, you know, once I moved out of the hood, I realized that. Like yeah. I remember, I was walking with my wife, and then I was like, "Yo, why are you staring at him?" I'm like staring at who? I wasn't staring at nobody, you know. Yeah. And then I realized, like, yo, every time I walk by somebody, <coughs> I look at, them, I make eye contact with them, and I think it's, I think it's just a defense mechanism. Hundred percent. Everyone in the hood does it. Your survival like, mode. Yeah, somebody looks at you, you look back at them, sure. right? And you're grilling whips and you, too. Exactly. You, you, you assume. <laughs> yeah, especially oh, the whip hundred percent. Any car that drives by you, you have to make eye contact with the driver, hundred percent. And that's just how it is. But. We don't realize that that's just a part of it's a part of growing up in the hood. One hundred percent, and it's something that we have to realize that okay, there's levels. This, this, this is not something that's normal. This is something that we do, <laughs> right? <laughs> and not only that, when you're walking at nighttime and it's a car driving behind you, every single person looks back at the car. Fast right? when it's Fast. slow. Fast. Again, it's a fact of living in the hood. But like moving out the hood, I realize yo, that's not normal. People don't usually do that. Right, and so anytime, anytime somebody walks in, you look at them. You, what, you have to assume, you have to assume there's a threat, <laughs> yeah. and you assess the threat, like what's going on here. Because right? when you move out now on the outside looking in, like when you move out on the outside looking in, people will be like, okay, so now this is a guy who is from there. You know what I'm trying to say? So now you cause problems for yourself yeah. because now you're moving like somebody who is from those types of places and or that lives that type of life, you know? But if you don't live that life, there's no real reason for you to be looking like that. But then also too, it's like, you look in like a way, like in a way, it's like even if you do move out, it's it's not really bad because you you might still like serial, you can still get mis- mistaken for somebody else. You know, what I'm the serial killers in the suburb. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but, you can. I don't know. It's 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 a uh, it's yeah. subjective. You know, there's also a difference of like grilling and analyzing. You know, like me, I'm like Cody. I analyze. Yeah. I see your threat level. You know mm. what I mean? If you're walking on a grunge, okay, I gotta be more cautious. If you're walking, Moschino, you nod me like those older black guys. Yeah, I'm not gonna look back at you. It's Pause. like if I see some white guy with his kids walking, I'm not looking at why. What's the yeah, what's the threat? What's the, what's the threat actually, level? The thing, the, the reason, it, the reason I was saying, oh, like grilling, like let's say, um, me, let's say this could have easily happened. The guys, I'm grilling, I'm on the turtle, the guys grilling me, and he turns around, and he says, "What are you looking at?" The second, the second he says, "What are you looking at?" I have to fight him, and it happened to me before. I was at, I was at Kipper Station, and some guys grilled me. I said, "What are you looking at?" And he goes, "Yo, come." Okay, bro. And then I came. <laughs> Yo, but to be honest, <laughs> Rex, 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 Rex. you see, but but, but fuck, <laughs> he fought him. No, but yo, Rex, no, but Rex, 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 Walk past you, and even when he walked past you, you looked. For me, it's a like it's a it's a like that's that's a whole another level, fam. Me, it's a split decision. Like yeah. I look, it's a it's as a glance, and then from a glance, you can already tell a threat level easily. It's like seeing a cat yeah. or a lion, no? Yeah, exactly. One one. But to be honest, oh, okay, it's not a problem. Take it as a story. It's not. Mm. No, me like <laughs> Rex. Like me when I when I hear grill, like sometimes you can like grill is like 
I'm like I'm looking at you, like you know. But yeah, a, a look is like I look at you. Okay, keep moving. Like I was talking about a grill is like yo. I know how many teeth you have. I want a problem. With I know you. the size yeah. of your shirt. Yeah. Yo, Rex, Rex, Rex. You just bring, you're bringing you're you're bringing your own grilling problem here, bro. Rex, yeah. you yeah. looked at a guy, let him walk past <laughs> you, and then look at him. That's wild. That's oh, wild, Rex. But yeah. to be honest, it's also maturity as well. Like if you get paged, mm-hmm. like to be honest, one time I was walking and there's a car tinted. And I was looking inside it, you know, I'm not trying to die. And then some Jamaican guy, is who the bum look like your look pan? I said, <laughs> I started laughing. I'm like, yo, why am I staring at him? And I just kept walking, laughing to myself. Like, yo, I'm crazy. But yeah, it's, it's all context, and I was dead from you know? there. Like, it's all, like, if you're, I'm not going to be staring at somebody if I know, like, they're at the, at the end of the hall. Like, you know, they, they don't, they're not close. But if you're in an elevator, tight spaces especially, or you're, like, yeah, you're yeah. walking to your car at night. Like, sometimes, like, you're walking to your car. Like, sometimes, you know, I park on the street. I have to move my car by 12. You, got, you can't park on the street. And if I'm walking to my car and I see somebody, and it's like, it's all, you know, it's all contact. But, like, if you, like, when you travel, like, you might be somewhere where people are looking at you. And they're not looking at you because of a problem. Like, we have our Toronto mentality. You are every man's grilling. They might be looking at you. I've never seen somebody like you in my life, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, bro. I, the China, they think you're a ball player. Yeah. No, no. They're just like, yeah, they're just like yeah, I've never seen somebody like this, this dark. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm be honest. Like, I've never seen somebody just dark in this part of town, you know? Like, exactly. m- maybe in the touristy areas. But, yeah, I don't know you'd come here, you know? And it's like, it's, people... It's all about how they look at you. Some people look at your soul, and some people just look at you. you Imagine walking not as well. Imagine walking to the elevator and just looking down, not even know who the hell's in the elevator. No, you gotta look who you. Gotta yeah, that's what I mean. Like for yeah. me, it's just analyzing. No threat, no threat, and I think just that keep it moving. Is an excessive amount of awareness. You know what, I'm to say? what do you mean? Like, uh, it's like an excessive amount of awareness. Like by that, I mean like. Like being aware is not a problem. Like it's not a toxic behavior of being aware of your surroundings. Like you know, like they teach army people to be aware of their surroundings. Like you know, so like it's, it's not necessarily. It it's yeah, but like, but this one a level of awareness is like to the point where it's a defense mechanism. It depends on you where know? you are. But then also being aware is a defense mechanism. You know what I'm trying to say? But I don't know. It's it's, it's it depends on where you are. Your level yeah. your level of awareness is gonna vary depending on where you are. All level your level of awareness here and your level of awareness in Milton is not the same thing. Hundred percent. Like even Malaysia, remember Cody? Like we weren't like I was looking at cars as a habit, but it wasn't like yeah, cars tinted. Who is it? Yeah. Oh, what about this? You're, you're from the you're from the hood. You're from the hood, and you're in the area of uh, the ops. Oops. Hundred percent. Am I not supposed to? Am I supposed to look down? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to be an older black yeah. brother and like, just not. Yeah, yeah. I started that now, but it's funny. Yeah, I just want to ask a question to everybody. Twenty-five in October. What are the biggest defense? Where Hamis? Hundred percent. But yeah, let me let me ask you a question. Like, you see how see how like from the hood, like when somebody like watching this, you grill them and you have all these like you know, there's a lot of traits that I realize in the hood that's super toxic. And then we we're trying to survive in like a uh, like a capitalist society, right? So when you go to a job interview, you got to look at the person in the eye. You got to keep eye contact. You can't stutter. You can't you know. And like I find it very uncomfortable. You know, when I'm in an interview and I have to look at somebody because I'm so used to you. When, you, when you're looking at somebody, you're looking, you're, it's, it's looking like your defenses are up, your guard is up. But when you're in an interview, you're trying to open up, you're trying to, you know, like you're trying to make that, yo, hire me. I'm a good worker and all these things. Sure, yeah. And they, tr- they don't translate outside the hood. I actually have an example from yesterday, actually, me and Rex. We were at um, CNH, we were playing ball, and uh, there was a guy at the door. Rex didn't recognize him at first, but it was, a, it was a black guy. He's at the door. And um, we're playing ball, and then the rest of the yo, who's that guy? And everyone's like, yo, who's that guy? Everyone's like looking, and I'm like, yo, just, yo, just keep playing ball. Who cares? 
Like, oh, who's that? Who's that? He walks in and it's a guy we know works at South Center, Spence. Like, wow. <laughs> I was like, what? Spence and like, CNH. Where the is this guy? But he, he looked yeah. like, because he was wearing like a, um, a hat and a hoodie. Like, we couldn't tell who he was. And he was just looking at us smiling. <laughs> but <he> fair, <laughs> and Rex was like, yo, why is that guy looking at us laughing? Because he knows us. <laughs> yo, because he's saying, listen, the reason is, okay, that one, it was just because he's saying hi to someone. I'm like, who the F is he saying hi to? <laughs> yeah. oh, that, that's the reason I was looking at him. But to be honest, or speaking about the interview thing, um, and I, you guys, I don't know if you guys have any. Uh, it's me. It's not like really, but just like my example of the interview. But it's more like having that idea in the back of your head, and then surviving in a society where, bro, when you make eye contact, it's not about it's not, it's it's not, not about hostile. mad dogging you. It's not hostile. It's yeah, about yeah. showing you care, showing you your interest in what the person is saying. Because a lot of people, like when you speak to them, and like yo, if I'm talking to like Cody, and Cody's like looking down, and Cody's all like this, and you know he's like, looking at his phone, <laughs> I'm obviously gonna think he's uninterested in what I'm trying to say to him, you know. But if Cody's keeping eye contact and like his body language, it's something that you're like, oh, this person might be interested in what I'm saying. And then I'm my question is, how does it translate? And like, if you guys have experience where it's translated into like, you're like, yo, you know what, man? Like, I was so wrong. I, I had interviews where I walked in. I'm like, yo, you know what, bro? I there's at least ten moments I could have taken back, you know? Where like, I walk in, I'm trying to go shake the guy's hand, but I'm like, yo, you know what? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to go aggressive to him. Like, I don't want to, you know? Because what do you say in an interview? You gotta honest, have a firm hand, you know? Firm. Yeah. To be honest, for I don't know about you guys, but for me, when I go into interviews, I I used to be I used to be nervous. And I used to like think yo I'm trying to give the best impression that I can but I was I'm just like yo I'm gonna go in and just share myself as I am not I'm not gonna I'm obviously gonna boost myself to get the job but (laughs) (laughs) I'm just to an extent where it's not like like I'm 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 trying too hard because once you're trying too hard is when they say overthink yeah it's overkill Mm -hmm. So shake you shake the hand like you shake anybody's hand you give an eye contact like but the thing is once you have to recognize like why you do things. For example, one now that you recognize the reason why I'm always looking looking at people, or why I'm looking back, why I'm looking at people's cars is a defense mechanism. Then you realize, okay, that defense mechanism, I know I can. That's what it is. So therefore, I can stop these things. I can consciously stop these things. So when you go to a job interview, a lot of these things are critical. Looking somebody in the eye is something sure. that you need to do. Mm-hmm. You have experience with that. You, then you realize, okay, I have experience with looking people in the eye. But when I do it, it's normally it's in a situation where it's like. Uh, it's, a com- it's combative almost you know mm-hmm. so now you say okay you know what let me just take that confrontational aspect out of it and let me just look in this person's eye because that's what you're supposed to do the firm handshake being standing up and with your chest out these are all survival skills that we use on a daily basis uh, for sure exactly right? and it also too is showing that like okay this guy is the because of course you know as bad as this they already have notion of how once they see you they're gonna okay maybe this guy's gonna look down while we're talking he's gonna kind of give me some little handshake you know and he's not gonna look at me when I'm talking to him but if you go in there just fulfilling all of their like you're contradicting all of their expectations then they're gonna say okay this guy is it's a serious guy because that shows seriousness when you look a person in their face when they're talking to you you shake their hand firm you know you're making eye contact the whole time you know and a person especially when it comes to like and I noticed this a while back is like, for example, when I go to, uh, I went to a job interview and there was a lady and she wanted to shake my hand, mm-hmm. you know? And I told her, like, you know what? I don't shake women's hands, I'm Muslim. Yeah. Like, a lot of times they'll respect that even more. Yeah. Right? And we assume, you I don't want to be this, I don't want to be that. They're going to take it a certain way. 
you just be yourself because the person that you are in the interview, you want to be yourself, the person you are, and bring that person to the interview because that's the person that's going to be at work. For Every sure. Because your first impression. nine to five. Yeah. Because yeah. so yeah, be your fair. first impression is what they're going to, like I said before, like me, I'll take you how's, how, as how you give me. You know what I'm trying to and, say? So if you, I first meet you, that's what you are to me. You know what I'm trying to say? And, and you dictate how people are going to treat you. For sure, exactly. Well, so if you go in there saying, yo, I don't shake hands due to religious reasons. I was talking to Nah about this before. Like, yeah, and, he, and we're saying how like, yeah, if you establish from the fact that, okay, you're, you stand on what you believe in, then down the line, you're not going to have to have to make, if you make an excuse in the beginning, you're going to have to make it always make excuses, you know? But if you stand up on what you believe in from the beginning, then there's no need to address it. You know what I'm trying to say? And the excuses will burn out as well. Let's say, for mm. example, you said, oh, I'm sick. Okay, how about your coworker next week, Amanda, who's going to shake your hand? You're going to say, I'm sick as well? And then yeah. the next summer mm. gathering, you say, I'm sick as well? And they're going to fire you because he's like, this guy's going to affect us nah. all just now. And but the one, well, the one more thing, what was I going to say? Uh, we were talking about before, flip was important. Like, what did you say before? Being yourself in an interview. Cause that's yeah, another thing is adaptability. A lot of people can't adapt, you know? So the same way you talk to your mom is different from the same way you talk to you. You know? Oh, like it's it's crazy. So people that's assume that's being fake. That's being the thing. Face. And I feel you like have to be to survive. It's a survival mechanism. Mm-hmm. You have to adapt. You're, yeah, you're not the same person at any point in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, like my dad, when he's in the house, he's a father, you know? And then when he goes outside to the friends, he can't, he can't be a father to them. He's, he's a friend, you <laughs> know? Sure, right? and Drink your coffee. Yeah, you know, like, like, you know, when well, he talks, <laughs> when he talks to, when he, uh, you know? Like, yo, exactly. It's all about adapting. And I think it's very hard for people in our communities and in the hood especially when you're isolated from like these opportunities and you don't see how people interact in other, because even like for for me like one thing i had a lot of trouble with when I speak to my dad, obviously, like in in our culture, like you have to look down, you know, like you you can't be like, you know, you can't be like mm, in the eye, yeah, you can't because for us, looking in the eye is like a confrontational thing, and then it translates into the hood, and we we are always like you know aware of you who's looking at us in the eye, and then we go to play. Even sometimes I'm on the bus and I'm like, yo, some guy walks in and I'm like, yo, I don't want to look at him in the eye, I don't look confrontational today, you know, or whatever it is, you know. But it's like, like you said, adapting. It's so hard for people to adapt, and even for myself, it's sometimes taking yourself out of where you are. And like being like yo i'm not in the same environment i cannot act the same way and i can't expect people to act the same way you know that's like it's a great point you brought up because you know it's even thing i have trouble with you know like sometimes when i'm driving and like i just i look at i look at across the car and i see a guy look at a white guy bro you know like I, I, like a 45 a dad whatever he is, he's just looking at me and like my, my i think like oh i'm like bro i'm in my car what do you guys do to me you're gonna jump in my car bro like you know it's like um, again going back to like um adapting and changing and you know nobody is the same person they were two years ago nobody's the same person they were five years ago like people change and especially in this age of you know social media it's <clears throat> the person you are is is, is 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 imprinted you know for example you have tweets from five years ago right somebody can pull that up and be like, that's who you are today right it's the same the whole situation with kevin hart yeah right people will will it's it's so difficult to change and people put the people they they shame change Right? They'd be like, oh, you're a fake. You're, you know, that's not who you are. That's not who you were five years ago. To be honest with you, that's the biggest thing when it comes to people like living in certain neighborhoods. Like, Once they feel like, okay, this guy changed up the way he speaks or he changed up the way he dresses that... He's a weirdo and he's a he's a he's whitewashed like that, that word you know what I mean yeah. but like that's bro toxic. yeah that's a toxic behavior yeah. now you're knocking somebody you're knocking growth 
That's Gross. the thing. You know, you know what it is? That day one bullshit. Like, yo, I was who I am. I have to stick to it. Like, uh, are you dumb? And that's that mentality that like, keeps the people stuck in the same places that they, they're supposed to be stuck in. You know what I'm trying to say? Sure, if, 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 if we lived by that day one stuff, we'd still be babies. I swear to God. If you lived by that day one stuff, where would you, would you have any, would you be in a successful place? Or, you know? Being myself. You know? Yeah, it's all that. And it's all these Stupidness. little things that you don't, you don't see until like one day you just wake up and you're yeah. like, yo, you know what? I'm a terrible human being, you know? Yeah. Like, you just wake up and you're like yo I'm, I have all these bad things about me and I can't change it you know for sure like you know what was that Rex uh, sorry never mind <sighs> cool. yeah, this is a long episode yeah I think we're, we might have to end it here but yo you guys asked for a long episode so man them give it to you like and yo hit up the curious cat like you know we, we need some we need some more questions like yeah, this, yo, this these questions great, are great like amazing and constructive criticism amazing too. like um, topic yeah, that, yeah, somebody, and I, would, I probably would have never thought of it so thank you to the person you supplied this one hour and 33 minutes of content so oh so you, yeah you heard uh, yeah, yeah hour 33 yeah. oh man thank Again? Like seven uh, minutes. I thought yeah. we were at one thirteen, and we just got to like you know. Uh, turned up. Uh, Damn. You should have cut us off, bro. I feel like I talked like an hour, bro. <laughs> she. Okay, but um, yeah, we're gonna end it here. Thank you for listening. If you got this far, and um, yeah, uh, I hope you guys got this yeah, far. Yeah, you know, you, you gotta keep up. like a like a treasure hunt or something at the end. If you get this far, you, you know. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Thanks. See you guys next week. Bye.